This episode is brought to you by Netflix. Hold your carriage horses and tighten those corsets. Bridgerton is back. Longtime friends Colin Bridgerton and Penelope Featherington find themselves in quite the precarious situation. The wallflower is ready to bloom, but she needs Colin's help to find a marriage match. Has Penelope truly pushed aside her feelings for Colin? Will Colin realize his feelings before another suitor takes Penelope's hand? And will Penelope's secret identity as famed gossip writer Lady Whistledown destroy any chance she may have at love? This gentle reader can't wait to find out. Watch part one of Bridgerton now, only on Netflix. Hello and welcome back to the U Up Podcast. I'm Jordana Abraham. And I am Jared Freed. So good to be back here with you, Jordana. How are you? What's going on? How are we feeling? I'm good. It's, uh, you know, Memorial Day weekend was just just passed. It's, summer has happened. We're, we're in it, right? We're in it. It feels like summer. It doesn't feel like that weird, like kind of cold Memorial Day type start. It actually has started. And now I feel like it's been summer for like a bit. Yes, we've taken off. It's it's yes. it's happening. Um, birds are chirping. Flowers are blooming. Yeah. Uh, people are out. You can feel the energy in New York City. Even I was just in Tampa Bay. Right. Had a blast there. But like. Outside, drinking, cocktails, men, women, hanging out, French kissing everywhere. It's exactly. uh, Things are happening. And you had a funny tweet just this morning, I think it was, or yesterday, about like people coming, something about New Yorkers coming back from the Hamptons being assholes. Yeah. Can you explain what prompted <laughs> What prompted that? I saw oh, that. I'm like, what happened to him? In the time of night. <laughs> really? <laughs> I... Oh, I just, who hurt you this weekend? I, I want to know. We'll kill them. Oh, my God. I, I, I didn't... <laughs> I'm happy you brought this up. <laughs> well, I saw I, it. I'm like, I wonder what the story is behind this. So okay. I, I go, <laughs> there is a story. Okay. So the tweet, if I, if now, thank you for indulging me. Uh, the tweet was something is going on in New York city. It's like people had their first weekend in the Hamptons regained their douche strength by bathing in its waters and came back to the city as awful as ever. People okay. are being awful too. Don't where, get me wrong. Where? So last night I went and I did shows at the Comedy Cellar. And okay. then I was like, I'll have a drink, a okay. calm down, cool off drink. Okay. My way home, um, there's a place I'll give a plug. Very nice place. I, I like this place's bar, uh, St. Theo's. Okay. not We're over the tippler. We're done with, well, that's a date spot. Date spot. This This is, is, you're going to hang. I just was like, I just like, it's a beautiful bar. It's overpriced, um, but beautiful. Okay. Good bartender. There's one dude that works that bar. I got it. I even thought it last night. I was like, this might be the best bartender in New York City. Very good bartender. Okay. So I'm, even the whole staff, they're just very professional. I think it's owned by American Bar. I've never, I've sat at the bar there a couple of times. I just was like, let me be amongst the beautiful right. people. And there's a high-end clientele there, to say the least. Do you ever encounter women who are at the bar alone as well? Um, I don't look up for my phone to even know. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think so. I If I was a woman, like, well, I go a, there to see if there's a woman alone. Right. Well, I mean, that's kind of like, um, I thought it was, because I think about how the fact that you go out and yeah. you, like, you know, you sit at the bar and I think... That idea seems very intimidating to to a woman, but I actually like have heard of people who've met people that way. Um, do you have any tips for like anyone listening who's I, like, I would, you know, I would go out maybe to meet someone just casually. Like, what, what, how do you go out and do that and not feel like super awkward? I wish I w- had a better. I wish I was as good as the advice I could give because right. I'm a wuss. Like, I sit there. I'm. I got my my best friend the phone. Right. You're out with a friend. <laughs> I'm out with a friend. Right. Um, you know, I, I try to put my phone down in my pocket for like long periods. 
take in the room, look around. Um, I think my best tip, I mean, I, I try to do this myself, is like, you know, what did you get? What type of drink did you get? You know, yeah. everyone's drink order is somewhat of an art project. Yeah. You know, you're, you've thought about it. You've, you've decided on it. You have a reason for ordering it. Uh, so I think what did you get to drink is a really good opening question. And if people are receptive, they, you know, want to talk. And but it's interesting. The reason I tweeted this that, the you know, the douchebags are out. Right. Is at this bar. I have a seat. I'm very happy. OK. Um, it's air conditioned. It's, you know, as we said, <laughs> it's hot. Uh, the bar, t- it was last call because I was just done with the comedy cellar and I'm on my way home. So it's in my, w- that's why, I, you know, the okay, tip, that's you, why I chose this bar. stopped in, right. Stopped in. And this one dude is just bothering everyone. He just like, he comes, he goes up to the people next to me and he gets too close to them. And that's the thing. There's this weird, there's the, if you go alone to a bar, there's a thin line between trying to introduce yourself to people and bothering people. Right. Because this guy, but he was with three other men and he looked like a cartoon of a rich Tad Chad Brad type. Short shorts. uh, Short shorts. Wow. They were like shorter khaki shorts. It was hot yesterday. I get it. Tall, lanky. He looked like he had just gotten off of a boat. Okay. And he goes up to this one group and kind of bothers them. Then he puts his hand on my back. Wow. And he goes, who are you here with? Okay. And I go, just on my own, man. And then he looks at the bartender, who I think is a great bartender. He goes, he goes, Four cab salves. <laughs> Four okay. cab salves. A and then bar, bar choice for three men, I guess. I guess. Yeah. It, it fit him. Was it fourth for you? It, no, he was with three other men oh, okay. and then him. Yeah. And he goes, Four cab salves. And then he, like, the bartender, like, as, as, as rightfully so, is like, Fuck this dude. Turns around and goes to get the, the wine. And as he's getting it, the guy douchebag you know doucher chatterson is like oh, he didn't like that at all he didn't like that no 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 and it's like and then he like kind of starts floating around and i was like where did this guy come from like he's like he hibernated in the winter okay. and then came out of his cave you know to just annoy everybody at the bar and it just feels like Energy is energy. It goes in both directions. Right. It's good and bad. Yeah. Like, I think everyone is It's kind of New York at its up. worst. It's yeah. like that vibe of, like, sort of an antagonistic You're totally order. right. That's Do you the, know what I mean? That's the best word. Antagonistic is the yeah. best word to use. Because I was like, what is with this guy? Yeah, I just want to look at him like, what's with you? Yeah. What's the I, you problem? Know, you know what I hate when someone, and I've, a guy, a lot of guys do this, whenever, if you're at a bar and you hear a guy ordering and they just say the the thing, they're not like, can I have, they're just like four cat. They're like, they're like shout, they're like basically totally. shouting the order and they're not like, can I get a whatever? Like, it just seems very like, Ugh. the barking nature. You know what it. I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Hey, I like to go into a place. Hey, how are you? Mm-hmm. How's it going? An intro. Good. How are you? Yeah. I'm fine. I'm doing okay. People are actually surprised when you say, how are you? And then they go, well, how are you? And you actually answer. Right. I yeah. watched a guy that's in Tampa. That's the annoying part of New York is like, that's like a surprising thing. I know. Well, I saw it in Tampa. This guy was in line for coffee. He was in line for coffee in front of me. He's on his phone and he goes, yeah, uh, ice coffee. What are we having? Ice coffee. And it's like, you could just see the person behind him like, come on. Right. You piece of shit. 
Yeah. I actually, I was so annoyed with the guy in front of me in line. I left. I was like, I'm out. You ruined it <laughs> you for ruined you. ruined it for me. Yeah. I don't want to be around you. Yeah. Um, yeah, well, so it's that a good reminder I, to not be like that. You try your best, but the, that was the tweet where basically from that, I was like, there's energy in the air mm-hmm. in both directions. I And I was like, this guy's on dating apps. This guy, <laughs> people are dealing with They don't with even him. know. They don't even know. Right. Four caps abs. You don't know until you find yourself on the date with him. Right. Um, yeah. Yeah. So but, that's a good lesson to be to be nice. <laughs> well, I do like going to a bar on my own. I don't think that there's anything wrong with it. I agree with that. Yeah. And you know what I think a good way, because I've never done that, but I think that there's a way to do that light, mm. um, which is if you're going on a date or mm. you're meeting a friend for a drink, show up like a little early. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's like the training wheels of saying. the alone. Yeah, yeah you're right. Because every time I've done that, not by like, by trying to mm-hmm. necessarily but just by it like happening usually people do kind of like say something to you men want to talk to women yeah men uh, genuinely like i when I, my thought before walking into saint theo's which i will say great spot night beautiful spot for a drink um usually very busy but as far as for my considerations i'm like oh i'll go in here there's you know my thought my dream of dream is i sit at a place at the bar I would like it if there were like two friends right. hanging out. Not more than two. Not more than two. A third, yeah. uh-uh. Um, and then we just, you know, have a nice conversation, maybe exchange a number. Yeah. That's like the dream of all going alone to a bar dreams. Um, and then I walked out of there. I had one drink and then I walked out. I was like, oh, okay, I'm happy I got one. Yeah. No, I think that's a that's a great way to look at it. And yeah, I think the the arriving early maybe feels a little... Less intimidating. And, yeah. and also like, hey, oh, what are you doing here? It, oh, I'm meeting a friend. Right. Makes it a little bit easier. Exactly. I, 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 even if you were like, what are you doing here? I'm just going out for a drink. I wouldn't think negatively of that. I'd be like, oh, this Neither is great. I'm, yeah. I'm doing the same yeah. thing. How could I think? Unless they were like wasted, I think. And I'd be like, okay, this person has a problem. <laughs> just having a cab, Sam. <laughs> just screaming. At On you. my own, yeah. Oh, I hated this guy. And I knew everything about him just from looking at him. You know, next time find out his name and we'll tell him. We'll be able to be the West, um, <laughs> West, West, uh, Kapsov, uh, Caleb. <laughs> Kapsov, Caleb. Yeah. This guy. Yeah. But the, you know, just a real professional bar. That's what I like about that place. Yeah. Like I like when I've like, got to try it. Yeah. I think you'd enjoy it. Again? St. Theo's. St. Theo's. They don't need the help. It seems like they're doing well, but I... They don't need you or the... (laughs) Now, don't don't ruin it, everyone who's listening. Yeah, they'll... No, go. Have fun. It's not... I mean, that neighborhood, I I live right around there, so it's like there's a bar after bar after bar, but it's like... Also, I want to sit... You know, like I... There's seating. There's there's a comfortable bar chair. I... After one of the shows, I I met, you know, some of the listeners, and it, it was funny, like... It's funny what the suggestions of where to go. And I was like, oh, I think I'm going to go to this bar. And someone was like, that bar? And you, they were young. Okay. And, they, you know, they're younger. And they're like, that bar? What do we want to do? Like, uh, oh, that bar stinks. It, it's all old people who are sitting and having a drink. I'm like, yeah, who would want that? Right. That sounds, <laughs> that sounds exactly, <laughs> exactly what you want to do. Well, that's a good way to find out what someone's deal is. Oh, speaking of live and in person. Yes. We are doing live shows, people. We're going to be in Boston. Um, if you're listening to this on Wednesday, less than a week, Tuesday, one week from today, June 14th, mm. we're going to be at the Wilbur. Um, I don't know if at this point there are any tickets left, but check it out. And if you are coming to the show, we would like you guys to submit a deal reveal. That's yes. the one thing we have left is the deal reveal, which is... Basically, send us in a text message 
want us to interpret it. We'll bring you on stage. We'll figure out what's going on. Think of our Sunday special episodes. We have the text. We go through them. We yes. figure it out. So if you're dealing with something that you're trying to figure out or translate or you're in the midst of messaging with someone and you want to like see what you know our thoughts are, our opinions on it, send in the screenshots, send in a blurb about what it's about and what you're wondering, yeah. and we'll bring you on stage and we'll talk it out, especially Boston. Uh, that's where we need it for Boston, but also... On the lookout, people, San Francisco and L.A., tickets are out. So yeah. let's get those tickies. Let's get the group chat together. End of June. Check it out. Betches.co slash youuplive. Um, and again, email uup at betches.com with your submission. Say which show you're coming to. And if you're coming to L.A. or San Francisco, you can also submit your dating app makeover. It's They're going to be great, great shows, especially the deal reveal, I think, is so fun. Yeah. And you get... One of the best things is you get a real-time crafted text message to send to that yes. person if you're confused that will be sent, curated by non-professional professionals yes. <laughs> like the two of us. We send are you a goodie bag. That are semi-guaranteed to elicit a response. Yeah, we'll, no, we'll, we'll fish this dude out. We'll, yeah. we'll, or whoever they are. We'll fish the person out. Exactly. We, we know what we're doing. This is something that... We pride ourselves on is getting someone to reject you from a text. Yes, you know, in so. front of a live audience. <laughs> yes. So, uh, yeah. yeah, make sure you send those in. U U P at betches.com. Just make sure title the email right so Maddie can see what you're talking about, knows to get to you quick. And before we start, I'm getting tagged in tons of faux pas stuff. Oh, yeah. I, well, I, mean, I mean, faux pas summer. Also, uh, Speaking of, you know, merch and, you know, all this stuff, we're we're drenched in we're, you up we're merchandise. We're currently wearing the hats. Yeah. I love the hat. It's like the perfect hat. It's, it's like, a great hat. You know, it's not too much. No. It, just, it shows you're a fan of the podcast. If you guys are in the sun and you don't like it, unlike me, wear our hat. <laughs> a, show your support for the show. Check it out. Shop Betches. It's a perfect beach hat. It's the perfect beach hat. It's yeah. the perfect hat to bring anywhere. And it goes very well with the faux, pas, the faux pas, which you'll be drinking all summer long. I'm getting tagged in all yes. the faux pas posts. I love it. They, it looks so great in all these pictures. I'm like, it I'll, does. It does you know look I mean? good. It, yeah. it, it, it photographs well. It's a good looking drink, it's if good- I do say so <laughs> myself. And it's just like the perfect drink for I was at pool parties this weekend. Yeah. If you go to the beach, it's just like, you know, because you're not making yourself a cocktail on the beach. Or at no, a pool party. You're not well, making yourself a cocktail. That's the thing that you're avoiding is, yeah. you know, it used to be, oh, we'll make a thermos. We'll ruin our thermos. <laughs> well, it's all sticky. You got to wash it out. No, you throw the faux pas into the backpack and you're good to go. You, you put it in a cooler. You're yeah. good to go. And you and you're getting like, I, I mean, I, I'm always just in shock when I have the space, the spicy mango margarita. Like I have it and I'm like, like, it, like I am it's a turned nice kick. up. Oh, my God. Yeah. And again, these are 8% alcohol. So they're not, you know, for a moment when you're ready to get a little, you know. Get a little twisted. Exactly. Yeah. I, 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 uh, I mean, as I drank them on that episode before, I should, we should drink them on another episode. Yes. I just, uh, I need to plan accordingly. <laughs> like, <laughs> we'll do it. Yes. Okay. We'll, we'll have you. It'll, we'll make sure you don't have anything going on. Yeah. After. Make sure that. Yeah. Because yes. uh, last People time love that they were like. Yeah. Last time I had to go home and take a nap. <laughs> <laughs> I remember I left here last time after I drank them, and I was like, "Okay, where am I gonna eat?" Like I like it was like a like a like a uncaged bear. It gets like, you yeah. in a zone, right? Oh my god. Yeah. Just sitting alone at Ruby Rosa. Oh wow. <laughs> 
No, I that's, know where that's I went. a great place to go alone because there's never any tables, but you could yeah. probably get like one at the bar if you're. You know where I went actually? Emmett's. What's when that? I had the faux pas. Where's Emmett's? You ever been there? It's on Grove Street. I don't think so. Great spot. Great bar. You could be. You're you're like part time. I mean, um, my God, I'm like a PR agency yeah. over here. For the West Village bar I, scene. I like should him. be part of the West Village, you know, consumers. Yeah. You know? Oh, and you know where else carries faux pas? We mentioned on this, the Penrose. Really? Yeah, they DM. They're they in. Said they're, oh, yeah, they're, yeah, yeah. He's a fan. They're a supplier. Yeah, right by me. So that back pop bar. in there if you're maybe on the Upper East Side. Maybe you'll see me. I'll just float in there. Yeah, well, I live right by there. So, you know, you might see either of us. All right, let's do that. We should do that. We'll randomly show up yes. like secret shoppers. Pop in. Yeah. Like the bachelor, <laughs> those weird bachelor parties where Chris Harrison would like show up at someone's hey, house. Hey, everybody. What are we watching? Here <laughs> at the sorority. <laughs> Not weird at all. Summer is just around the corner, so it's time to say goodbye to those jackets and sweaters and hello to shorts and tees. I wanted to update my wardrobe for the long haul without spending a fortune. Luckily, I found Quince. Now I have a lineup of timeless pieces I want that will keep me looking fresh year after year. I'm wearing a Quince sweater literally right now. They make the best cashmere sweaters and they're so well-priced. It's like, honestly, my dream store. I also have an amazing down comforter from them. They cut out the middleman and they really just give you these really, really high quality items that last a long time and that they're at an amazing price point. Quince has amazing items like premium European linen dresses, blouses and shorts from $30, washable silk tops, timeless 14 karat gold jewelry, and so much more. The best part, all Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us. And Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes. So you can feel good about what you're wearing on every level. Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash UUP for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash UUP to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash UUP. Are we ready? I'm ready. Let's do this. All right. Ready? Hi. Love the pod. Onto it. Love it. Breathe. (laughs) I have to go. I have a more vague question, which I don't think you've addressed on the show yet. I've been going on a lot of first dates recently. Some dates, there's not really a great vibe and we don't get along that well, but still have an amazing kiss at the end where there's serious chemistry. Sometimes the date is amazing, but the kiss is trash and there's no chemistry. Sometimes the date is okay and the kiss is okay. (laughs) Sounds like so many different options. This is a three bear situation. (laughs) This kiss is too hot. Make me no wet. (laughs) This kiss, just right. Just a misty shadow <laughs> over my vagina. This kiss makes me drenched. This is the you up version of the of Goldilocks. Yeah. Yes. Goldilocks and the three kisses. Aww. <laughs> For example, I had one date. Didn't think it was going too well. We didn't click too much in the conversation. No awkward pauses, but nothing outstanding. Near the end of the date, he went for the kiss. I was shocked at how into it I was. We had amazing chemistry. It was so hot. As another example, I went out with a different guy, and while we had amazing conversation and connected on other levels, we didn't kiss until the second date. And when we did, it fell flat. No chemistry, no sparks. It was bad. Wah, wah. This is my first time dating a lot in a while, and I genuinely can't tell if I should write someone off for lack of chemistry and or give someone another chance because we have great chemistry or not enough chemistry, but great combos. I feel like my instincts are being pulled in opposite directions. Would love more opinions on this. Thanks so much. If anyone on the UUP team read this far. 
What do you think? Chemistry versus connection. Interesting. I feel like for guys, this is very obvious, right? Like you could clear, you could not want to date someone and be very into hooking up with them. Sure. Right. I could no connection, still want to fuck. Yeah. I think that's it's big less time common. Con- right. Big time connection. Don't want to fuck. Really? That can happen. That happens too. That can happen too. Even if you're physically attracted? Probably not. Okay. Uh, <laughs> so that's like you like the person you like the personality a lot, but you're not interested in. I, 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 I don't know why, when that would happen for me, I would still right. want to fuck. Yeah. I guess. Yeah. <laughs> always, no, so, okay. always looking to fuck. Just okay. remember. Right. Yeah. So a kiss, so a kiss on the first date for a guy doesn't mean to me like necessarily anything. It, or maybe that I mean, means they find you attractive. It means that you're going, I, going for the kiss. I don't think it means like, I don't know. I, I going for the kiss. I think you want to go for the kiss if you've had a fun time on the date. Right. I think you don't go for a kiss. Even if you did have a fun time on the date, I've had fun on dates and non gone for a kiss. It just didn't feel like the right, you know, the dance right. wasn't happening. Yeah. You know, like I went left, they went right and we missed each other. Yeah. That can, and happen. It can happen later. Yeah. And it can happen later. Yeah. Um, I like this idea. I, I, this person is thinking too much into it. Let me just start with that. Right. Like this person is like, you know, like, and there's. What does it mean? What does, what it, does mean? it mean? Right? Yeah. They're playing Nancy Drew. First date doesn't, doesn't, doesn't mean anything no matter how it goes, really. Um, I mean, I've gone on a good first date and had a bad kiss. Right. And in my mind, so I'm I, like, yeah. right. Yeah. And I, in my mind, I'm like, what could this, it kind I agree with them. You go, well. Are we going to have to like go to like basic training together to figure out, you know, what, right. you know, whether it's disappointing. Can, it's disappointing because yeah. you're like, because the te- the kiss translates to sexuality. Right. Re- and you, realist- assume, right, yeah. you would assume that if, if the kiss isn't good, the sex is not going to be that exciting. Right. Yeah. And, and, but I guess I would ask you, what would you rather? How would we rank them? Good connection, bad kiss. Okay. Fine connection, great kiss. Okay. Bad connection, the best kiss you've ever had. Like, what are you giving I mean, chances to? If I'm looking, if I'm cool to hook up, then like the last one seems fine to me. You'll, if I'm like, you'll if, let the last one yeah, happen. If I'm not looking for like, if I'm actually just looking to have fun, mm-hmm. which I think a lot of, you know what I mean? I don't think That's that women are always looking to date every single person at every point in their lives. I do think there's a lot of points where people are just looking to have a good time or they're getting over something or they're like in yeah. a having fun phase. And so in that case, I think last one, great. Mm-hmm. If I'm looking for a relationship, I think you're saying either like, Great chemistry, bad kiss, or decent chemistry, great kiss. Yeah. I think maybe it's tough to say because then it would be, then that would be like a situation where I'd go on a second date. Which one? Either one. Either one. I think either one because I'm like, okay, there's one thing that's going really well. Another thing, maybe it was a fluke. Maybe it was just this one time or, you know, maybe it's, going to be like this all the time and that's i think why women would go on more dates because they're like oh like we had a really good connection and like i kind of like 
thought it would be better, but maybe there was, yeah. maybe it was just weird or maybe it was like a, an awkward moment and it'll go next time. And I think that's kind of what you have to do. If you're like, if one thing is, if one of those two things is really good and mm-hmm. the other one is solid and not if it's terrible, but if it's like solid, I would give it another shot. I tend to believe that chemistry can get better. Connection can't like physical connection, personal connection. Like a great date is tough to replicate. Okay. A bad kiss, we can get out of that, I think. You don't think you can you can get out of a bad chemistry date, you're saying? No. I think, like, two people missing no. the mark with one another, like, just having a fine time. Like, mm-hmm. I've never had a fine time, and then the next time I'm like, whoa, they came out of their shell. No, we... I guess. Two people, I, I, I don't know, like, the, the rat-tat-tat of conversation just sometimes doesn't... It ain't for you two. I feel like I've had better first, second dates than first dates connection wise but are you comparing that to the person that you went from the first yeah it's like i i don't know i I, better than i better than okay yeah you know like i'm looking for someone like and that's not to say this person isn't great you know it's just we didn't have it yeah i don't know i think um i think either could i mean like you could have an off day you could have like you know, maybe some people don't, some people don't give the best first impression. Yeah. They're just not, they have a, they have a, you know, it's like the bachelor. They can't, you know, they're not that good at uh, (laughs) showing all their cards or Mm. they're like, you know, they keep a little close to the chest and then they, once they warm up a little bit, they'll get to know you. I do think that's possible. It's possible. I just, I'm not looking to like sit here and figure it out. Like, what am I looking to put my time into? I would rather, if I'm like, you know, we're, simpatico well, on they, jokes and and the conversation is amazing we get to the end and we have this dead fish kiss i'm like okay i'll do the second date because i think if we're so good interpersonally okay i can maybe say hey let's talk about our kissing what if the, like, what if the connection is like okay and the, the kiss is and you're like they're really i'm i'm super attracted to them and they're really hot it's tough. That's like the drugs of it, you know, <laughs> like, you're like, of course I want to fuck, you right. know, like that's the drug of it where that's where people well, get, that's where people get blindsided. Right. I, I thought they were dating me and it's like, well, you're so hot. I couldn't stop. Yeah. Well, I think for guys more so than women there, that's like the second date. That's like the Friday or the, that's the Friday night text after the great in your mind first date. Sure. And they've like now, you know. They've, they've in their head, they're like, oh, I wouldn't date her, but I would hook up with her. And that's sort of like what you have to worry about in that scenario. Yeah. Well, that's where you have to like kind of protect yourself. It's like, oh, if the guy, but then that's where that kind of like that whole mantra kind of goes out the window. If you're like, well, they'll date, but they don't, you know, if you're thinking of yourself in like worthiness, which I don't even think is a very powerful way to look at yourself. Like, uh, it just like, if you're looking at yourself, well, oh, they would date me, but they would, they would fuck me, but they wouldn't date me. And it's like, Guys don't really do that. They'll still date you to fuck you. Okay. Do you know what I mean? But they might, but if, if they've decided that they're not going to date you, they would, but you, that's kind of what you just said though also is that they would still hook up with you. Yeah. But they're still going on the dates. Okay. Sort of like judge it based on like, you're saying they could still dates. be going on dates yeah. and do that. Or they could be texting you late night and doing that. Both could be true. One is more obvious of a yes. signal. For, it's almost better when they text you late. Cause then you know where the, what, what their deal is. Yeah. The actions match right. their pursuits and what they're up for. So have you gone on a second date with someone and been like, not a great emotional connection. Hookup was like really good. 
and mm. I'm going to go, I'm going to continue going on dates, even though I don't see it because I would hook up with them, but I'm not interested in dating them. No, I, I mean, I probably have, but I try not to now. try not to. I mean, I'm now I'm thinking of like, especially recent situations like no, now, like, now. probably more so in the past, definitely younger. Right. Where it's like, we're just having, but I think a lot of guys don't look at it that, you know, dark. You know, they're it's not, not thinking that, about it that intensely. They're, like, they're just kind of like, I'm, I'm having fun and I'm having fun. But, but also, but are they not thinking, but I wouldn't, but if she asked me to take it to the next level, I wouldn't do that. Well, they would always have in their back pockets too early to have that conversation. I don't know. I am looking for something real. Even we if they kind of know fun. that they wouldn't. I guess, you know, like, I, I think that's like such a tough answer to get out of someone else. In an ideal world for not all women, but I think a lot of women. The second a guy is kind of like, yeah, I'd have sex with her, but I, I don't see myself dating her. You would know that. In an ideal world. In an ideal world. Yes. And so as close as you can get to the guy telling you as quickly <laughs> after he realizes that is possible is like the ideal but to situation. Me, the, the, that's living in a reality where no one ever gets hurt ever again. And that's just not how life works. Well, like, no, but that is, you would still get hurt. It would just be like you would get hurt earlier. But the, but you're asking someone else. To me, it's just like to me. This is this email reads as Google generation. Okay, she's googling the restaurant to make sure it's good or above. So she's saying she's trying to say, well, the menu had good kiss and good chemistry, so that means I should go again. You know, like, it's like when we go on, you know. And you look also have that question sometimes where you're like, should I go again? Absolutely. I don't know. I'm with her. Right. That's why I relate to her. Because I'm like, you know, she's, the way she wrote this out. First date, I had this happen and that happened. You know, Goldilocks scenario. Right. You know, and which one is the most, the, which one's going to hurt me the least and give me the most pleasure? And it's like, right. I can't tell you that. You yeah. know, like, I. I yeah, the only reason way you could know that is if you go out enough. To, she says, I'm new and I'm dating a lot. So if you do that enough, you get to know what the right answer is for you. Yeah. You know, in the sense of, okay, I, I, you know, I've been on a lot of dates recently. I'm not going to go on second dates with someone that I don't feel a physical connection with. Or I'm going, or yes. I, you know what, or I am not getting a lot of dates and I'm going to give more people a chance. I think that's also totally fair mm -hmm. to have that thought as well. I don't think that's like a bad thing to say like, you know, I don't connect with a lot of people. I kind of connected with this person. The, the, the physical part is like not a hundred percent, but like, mm -hmm. I think it could get there. I'm going to keep going out with them. I don't think either way is like wrong. Or like you said, there's a, there's no rule. Sure. Yeah. I, it's just, I guess I'm more in control than maybe the other side is. Okay. You know, like make the move for the first kiss. Like, I guess right. that's on me a little bit. Yeah. Right. In There's a, a lot of like waiting for someone else to like ask you out or, totally. or make the, the move. Right. Which is societally driven and then the real thing. It's a real yeah. thing. So I guess from my perspective, if I don't want to kiss, I don't kiss. Right. You know, from the other side, I'm not saying anyone's forced into kissing, but maybe you're not sure if a kiss is even going to happen. You know, that's why this sounds foreign to me. Mm -hmm. You know, like she's like. I want to, like, if I were an okay date, I wouldn't be kissing. You right. know what I mean? Like, I, she's like, it was an okay date, no connection, but we ended up kissing. I'm like, that's kind of like weird to me. I guess. Well, it's not weird if one person thinks it's going great. I know, yeah. and it, but I've never, I guess, because but I'm it's in like, the, how could the emotional connection be so good and the person doesn't, or so bad and the other person doesn't know that. But I think that the, that's very often that can be interpreted that way. 
yeah, I guess that's why it's hard for me to relate. I relate to this person as far as like trying to figure out what to do next because I've been in that scenario and I've talked about that with you. I can't relate to having this passenger seat mentality, which societally, that's why this podcast exists. I'm like sitting here being like, the idea of going on a date that like we had nothing in common, then he went for a kiss. I'm like, right. What? Well, maybe he didn't think that. I think he the didn't same, think that. Obviously, the same situation. You can see that a lot of times, especially the deeper it gets. Mm. One person, like you said, it could think you're having fun, and the other person thinks you're dating. Yeah, that happens very, very often. True. So, like, think the the thing to learn about dating is to always kind of like update the person about how you're feeling and where you're at. Yeah, because. There's literally no way to know what anyone else is thinking. Even the way they act is not really like no. telling you what they're thinking. And the only way to to bring it back to last week's episode, the only way to do that is to do little mini reveals. Yeah. You know? I mean, I mean every, what we have to count on, the one thing you can always count on is people act in a way that's going to be in their best interest right. always. Everyone's looking out for themselves. Yeah, yeah. and they're going to do it the way that's the most comfortable. So, you know, when, they, you, know, when you ask someone, you know, do you see something more in this? The guy's going to go, ah, of course, I'm always looking for something more. That's a comfortable way of saying no. You know? <laughs> doesn't sound like a no. Wow, that's a no to me. That doesn't sound like a no. Uh, what's, a, someone, what's a yes then? I'm obsessed with you. Yeah, this is great. <laughs> okay, but what if it's in between that? There's not a lot in between. I, I don't know. I, I I think like the... So it's either ah. I'm obsessed with you or, um, yeah, we'll see. Or I'd fuck, you know. Like, Those are the two options. It can't be like we're slowly getting to know each other. Um, it. I think it's below obsessed, but above that. Okay. Yeah, we're getting to know each other. That's a no. Okay. <laughs> if they say whether well, you're getting yeah. to know each other, run. Get out of learned. there. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Just I getting just, to know each other. That's funny. Yeah, we're just seems oh, no, like just a perfectly see. acceptable response. Seems as a, though, but we people, should do. We should do a a key. I'll give you a key. I'll yeah. translate everything. That's what we should do. That, here's a new segment. Yes, Send in things your your guy that you're saying, seeing has said to you in response to your reveal. Yes. And I will tell you exactly, exactly what, it means. what the guy is saying. It is what it is. What does that one mean? Uh, we're not going to be more than this. <laughs> <laughs> Most of them are probably negative, I would assume. Yeah, yeah there's a dance. Mm-hmm. You know, it can be, I'm having the best time with you. Let's keep having the best time. That means they're enjoying themselves, but they're not going to be getting engaged anytime soon. Right. You know, I, it's like a read between the lines thing. And, and that's the thing, like what I've noticed in the emails we get, the people that write in here hate reading between the lines. Yeah. Cause it's annoying. Cause like it does seem, especially if it's coupled with a enthusiastic, positive plan making, you're kind of like, This is, he didn't say he's not interested. Give me the background of how long you guys have been seeing each other, what you said to them and how they responded. I will tell you exactly what they meant. I'm trying to think of all the things that have been said to me. (laughs) (laughs) I'm telling you, it's, it's, it is. And you know, you get in the land of like people buying time. Like I look back at things, you know, and again, like people are wusses. Right. And then sometimes they can turn it on you. Of course, yeah. but people are wusses, and I think even asking the person the question is a wuss move. It goes both ways, okay. giving a vague answer, but also giving a question that 
can only have vague answers. We both wussed out. Okay. So how, yeah, I mean, it's it's t- what's the right way to give a question then? I don't ask questions. You just reveal. Again, right, reveal. You just Always reveal. reveal. Nothing gives me naked confidence like really nailing a tough workout. There's a real sense of power that comes from pushing your body to its limits and conquering it like a champ. But a very close second, Lumi Whole Body Deodorant. It's the game-changing whole body deodorant for those who love feeling confident from head to toe. And you up listeners can now receive a special offer. New customers get 15% off all Lumi products with our exclusive code and link. Use code UUP at LumiDeodorant.com. L-U-M-E-D-E-O-D-O-R-A-N-T.com. Making sure that I smell good is like one of my top things to feel confident. If I'm scared that I might be like having an odor, that is going to totally throw off my confidence. So I love Lumi so I can feel confident that I'm smelling fresh every day. Lumi is seriously safe to use anywhere on your body. Yes, anywhere. It's baking soda free, paraben free, and pH balanced for safe use below the belt. Lumi is formulated and powered by mandelic acid to stop odor before it starts. More like a pre-odorant. It's clinically proven to block odor all day and control odor for up to 72 hours. Choose from a variety of bright scents like clean tangerine, lavender sage, or toasted coconut. Lumi's starter pack is perfect for new customers. It comes with a solid stick deodorant, cream tube deodorant, two free products of your choice, like mini body wash and deodorant wipes, and free shipping. As a special offer for our listeners, new customers get 15% off all Lumi products with our exclusive code. And if you combine the 15% off with the already discounted starter pack, that equals over 40% off their starter pack. Use code UUP for 15% off your first purchase at lumideodorant.com. That's code UUP at L-U-M-E-D-E-O-D-O-R-A-N-T.com. Let's do some awkward sex. You ready? I'm having a good time. It means I'm not having that good of a time. <laughs> it means, uh, you know, I'm still on the market, you know? Yeah. All right, let's do some <laughs> awkward sex. UUP at Betches.com. Keep sending yours in. I like this one. This was very specific. Yes, short, specific, and yeah. very funny. J&J, love what you guys do. I look forward to new pods throughout the week and love giggling at my corporate office desk, listening to awkward sex stories and my coworkers having no idea. Well, here we go. You're getting red. Now now your coworkers are really going to have no idea. Seriously. So I started the laser hair removal process. (laughs) Didn't see that one going. So I started the laser, laser hair removal process in the whole Brazilian area. Oh, me too. Uh, I'm midway through the six total treatments. Seems obvious, but the more sessions, the less your hair grows back. The technician warned me at this stage, I may see regrowth and the hair will just fall out about a week or so after a session. Background, I'm single, not yet looking for a serious relationship. So I am just having casual hookups. I was visiting NYC with a bunch of friends for a birthday party. I hooked up with someone from the party one week after a laser session. I had slight regrowth. That word makes me cringe. In the morning, we wo- in the morning we woke up naked after having drunk rough sex all night. I stand up to go to the bathroom and hear, "What the fuck is all over me?" <laughs> I rush over to the bed and see tiny pubes all over the white sheets and his groin area. The friction from riding that dick must have made my hair fall out. I had to explain the entire laser process to him while being completely mortified that he had to go shower off my pubes. While he was in the shower, I threw his sheets in the washer and made my graceful exit. See, that's the difference between a woman and a man. She's... she's, She took care of it. Yeah, two weeks... How many weeks ago we had the thing where the guy just like peeing... In, in the a garbage bucket. and then leaving. 
Like she's taking the sheet. She's putting. Yeah. Men are no shame. <laughs> she turns into the housekeeper. <laughs> She's like, oh, I'll take care of these sheets. I'll just be right back. Uh, hey, where do you keep the fabrics off? <laughs> Got some puby sheets over here. And she and she's just looking to hook up. She's not even looking to date him. She's so respectful. I mean, I she's it. really... Di- I, there should be an app for this. Because every guy that's out there hooking up is like, yeah, I'm just being casual until it happens. And all these women, you know, she's just writing, I'm just having a casual hookups right now. Go on the casual hookup app. But that, it would never happen. Tinder? I, I don't like it. just it should be called casual hookup app. Let's not let's stop. You know, I'm here because I just broke up with my boyfriend okay. and I'm looking to have ho looking, face. Ho That's fa- the name of the app. Looking for minimal respect from whoever <laughs> no, I'm hooking up with. Res- you can be respectful and just hook up. I, can, I feel like it would lend itself to, to, to less respectful interactions. Some people will go that way. I will take a lady to dinner. Okay. You're Jared's I'll, new dating app, Ho-Phase. Ho-Phase. I'll, <laughs> I'll take you to dinner. I'll vacuum the pubis once it falls out of your groinus. Just don't fall in love with me, kid. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's my line. And I tip oh. my cap and I walk off into the sunset. Exactly. I must oh. have forgotten that we exchanged numbers during the party. A few days later, I got a text saying, hey, pube girl. <laughs> Sounds like that would be a text that you would get from uh, the from staff. Phase, yeah. yeah. Uh, I never responded and live in Philly, so anticipating, pretending the whole thing never happened. Smiley face. That uh, it's a it's a wonderful story with a weird ending. Yeah. Hey, pube girl. Yeah, I don't think he's the one. Yeah, I mean, he's probably into the same. He's not trying to, you know. He's just chilling, yeah. having a good time. Exactly. Let me text that pube girl. Let me. Uh, <laughs> here's some more. <laughs> Let me. I can't believe. Sometimes I read these and I'm like, these people react so differently than I would. How would you react? The idea that he has some hair on him, he's like, what the fuck is this? Is crazy to me. Like, if I saw the, I would have, first of all, I'd be like, I guess I'm losing my pubes. Oh, you think it was yours, right? Yeah. 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 That makes, that probably makes a lot more sense. Right? Yeah. I agree. Like, Like, it's not like pubic, everyone's pubic hair has like a completely distinct. Like, no, vibe, unless yeah. it's long, I guess. Although I feel like a if it was, a, I feel like if it was a later Brazilian session, it wouldn't be. That, that's what I'm saying. So I would assume, but maybe yeah. his are long. Maybe that's why he assumed it uh, wasn't his. Please send in samples. <laughs> please don't. I'm just kidding. Um, You're uh, hook up with a guy with big pubes, a lot of pubes. I mean, probably. You never notice? I guess. I don't know. I always wonder how much women notice that stuff. I don't think very much. Because, you know, yeah, I don't think they're like staring in that way. I've gone all over the pube map. Yeah. I've let it grow. What's your part? Braided. Braided? No. Okay. Okay. I I don't know. (laughs) Yeah. No, I I go with a subtle shave. Yeah, landing strip. I put a little, you know, I put a, you know, a uh, lightning bolt. Like Harry Potter? Yeah, a little Harry okay. Potter thing. Very nice. Uh, yeah. Has this I, ever happened to you with someone? Never happened. Okay. I've never I've never noticed a woman's, like, it, it would, I wouldn't notice wouldn't, it falling right, yeah. out. That's the thing. Like, I, I'm okay with pubes. I guess I liked when they were coming back. Over, you might be, are they, are they gone again? I think they're gone again. I think we've okay, gone back over again. to, yeah. I was always a f- no, but I I like the change up. To me, I think I've mentioned this here. If you yeah, had pubes, been a while. yeah, yeah, you would. It felt like you were more sexual because that was a decision you made. 
Right. Because right now, the just the everyone does the right. wax. It used to be like more exotic to not have anything. Yes. And now you're saying it's more exotic to have something. You're right. Right. So when I see something, I go. It's interesting how that happens. Right? I'm a little turned on by it. Right. To be honest. Yeah. Does that work for all things that are like that? Like Yeah. When people zig, when they should curly zag. Curly hair. Love it. Okay. Love hair changes, both pube and on head. Okay. <laughs> I don't know what else it would be. I, I don't know. What Hairy else. armpits. Do you like that? Yeah, not, not into that. Not that's so much. A, that, okay. that shocks me a little bit. It doesn't go for, it doesn't go for all. You see that more things. now though. Yeah. I've been seeing that. Good for you. Good for you guys. Yeah. That's not of that's not of, of my what generation. What if I have a man wax his whole body? Because I wax my back yeah. and I my have... shoulders. But what if I like, you know, a man fully wax body? Like even like my dad waxes his arms and I'm always like, what's wrong with you? Who cares? Um, I mean, I, pro- I, I, I feel like I'm not that observant. It might take mm. me. No hair on any part of the arms is a little strange. I had I had Mike do a, a a wax for our wedding. Okay. He did not like it at all. <laughs> what didn't he like? The pain. That he- <laughs> it hurts. It's whatever. You know, cue a thousand emails. Get the laser. Yeah. Stop it. Yeah. I know about the laser. Everyone has to, brings up laser like there's some fucking scientist. We know about it. Yeah. I enjoy the waxing process. You like the waxing. Well, I like that's, that I can grow bizarre. in. I, I, you I like, like having the option. The option. Okay. That's the right. The non-permanence of it all. You don't want to commit. Don't want. <laughs> this relates to everything. <laughs> yeah. You just see what you just want to see where it's have a good time, yeah, see where have, it's going. <laughs> maybe I like hair this week. Maybe I don't like it next week. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't think I would mind. I call this uh, bed, uh, shedding for the bedding. Ooh, shedding from the bedding. Yeah. I like that. I had, it's a hairy situation. I like that. Yeah. Maddie had the bald bone layer, laser hair removal. I like that. The Brazilian bang. Yeah. All good ones. This is a fun one. Red flag or deal breaker? This guy starts shedding pubes. Um, I don't know if I'd be into a guy getting laser on his on that area. It would be quite a decision. I think it would that would be a little much. Probably just a red flag though. Mm. I don't think it'd be like I, I think especially if he did what she did, which was like you know, offering to help yeah, clean up. Very thoughtful. I'm much more into I'm much more like you said, the cover up. And is is more important than the than the crime. The what crime. you're doing once you've you've realized this thing is the is the real thing. Um, what if let's change this a minute? Okay. This guy, you're in bed together, and he gets up to go to the shower, and you notice that the pillow is full of his hair. His head. So hair. his head is balding. Okay. So you does that happen? Is that how it happens? Well, I don't think it happens that quickly, but you're like you start to notice. Oh, it's a year away. Okay, (laughs) I would. (laughs) I don't think I would. I don't think I'm that familiar with male pattern baldness that I would know it was a year away. But like, Mm. but you know it's coming. Yeah, I mean, I might be depending on how much I. Some women like bald guys. Really? Yeah. There's a there's a whole. Well, you gotta go. You gotta shave. You gotta go shave. You know, yeah, like, you got You can't have it like it, there comes a point where you have George to just Costanza. get rid of the whole thing. Yeah. You can't be like, I can't believe how many men went with that look for so long. You know, the George Costanza big poof. I'm trying to imagine like the. I would go that Michael Jordan made it come in just full. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I think uh, I think 
depends it depends how they they reacted to it mm. i think if they were just like this is if it. i was yeah. super into them i think i would be fine with it if we were yeah. especially if we were already like dating mm. guys get very sensitive about their hair very sensitive yeah Oh, it's like they're it's I think would say that's the most relatable thing that they have to any of our <laughs> our aging or body concerns is the hair. Yeah. Like, or at least from what I from what I've seen with like with Mike, it's like that's like he doesn't get literally no insecurity about any other part of his like body or self, but his he he notices like a slight change in his hair, he's like freaking out. Really? He's very concerned with like the the idea that he could like lose his hair or that it's not going to be like the same. Well, men think they're 27 until they're about 82. Okay. So part of that, you know, the hair is like it stares at you that you're right. not 27. Yeah, that must that's, be like that's the a wake big up part call, it, which yeah. is for us, you know, just there's something new every. <laughs> well, women are 82 the minute they're 22. <laughs> So, you know, how you many heard it, You heard it here from Jared no, first. No, they sell it. All you old hags. No, women refer uh, to themselves. Yeah, no, it's true. Yeah. because you're I'm a, a grandma. Yeah, that's true. It's And we shouldn't because, you know. Why? Don't do it yourself. You've got, we've got a lot more time than that. You got, you know, Jared, how days. much more time do we have? <laughs> if you're like me and shudder at the thought of low-rise jeans and pluck-thin eyebrows making a comeback, you're a millennial. And if you're a millennial, it's time to add Clarins multi-active cream to your daily routine. I have to tell you, I'm a huge Clarins fan. I've been using them for years. I love, love, love them. They are such high quality. They're like a legacy brand. My skin always looks better whenever I'm using Clarins products. And it's no different with the Clarins multi-active cream. You've been adulting for a while, so the daily stress of just trying to keep your life together can cause stress aging. Yes, that's a thing. The good news, Europe's number one skincare line has a solution you can trust. Rooted in nature and innovated with science, Clarins has a long legacy of creating industry-first, plant-forward products. Using a skin charger complex made of 2% niacinamide and C. holly bio-extract, Clarins Multi-Active Cream has been clinically proven to target the first visible signs of aging by smoothing lines and wrinkles, refining pores, evening tone and texture, and strengthening the skin's moisture barrier. While Multi-Active Cream can't bring back the golden age of boy bands, it can de-stress your skin. Go to Clarins.com slash UUP and get Multi-Active Day and Night Cream for 10% off, a free welcome gift, plus free shipping on your first order. That's C-L-A-R-I-N-S dot com slash UUP with promo code UUP, clarins.com slash UUP with promo code UUP. You guys know I'm a huge fan of Skims, and with warmer weather coming up, I recently tried out one of their t-shirts. Skims makes the best basics and foundations, so it's no surprise that it's the best-fitting tee I've ever worn. Finding the perfect t-shirt can be such a challenge, whether it's the fit or the quality, but with Skims, they make the most flattering shirts for everyone. Honestly, I love pretty much everything Skims makes, but I really love their t-shirts. They're like form-fitting, and they make my body just look that much smoother. I have the soft, smoothing, seamless t-shirt in Onyx. It has amazing versatility. It is literally a must-have for a spring wardrobe. They're stretchy, they're flattering. You can dress it up or dress it down and you don't have to worry about compromising style or comfort. I also have the cotton jersey t-shirt in marble and it's really just changed the game for me. It's taking the regular t-shirt, it's leveling it up. There's no stretched collars or hems and it literally fits like a dream. Skims t-shirts are made with innovative technology while always keeping style and comfort in mind. From crop silhouettes to long sleeve layering tees, Skims has something for every fit and everybody. Shop the Skims t-shirt shop 
at skims.com. Now available in sizes extra, extra small to 4X. If you haven't yet, be sure to let them know I sent you. After you place your order, select podcast in the survey and select you up in the drop down menu that follows. Let's do another email. Let's do it. Guys, also, if you, if you haven't checked out Oversharing yet, give it a listen. We talk about a lot of friendship issues, family issues, all that kind of stuff. And if you like this show, I think you'll enjoy Oversharing. Check it out. It comes out every Tuesday, everywhere you get your podcasts. I've listened. It's very soothing. I like it. Thank you. Yes. It's a great show. It's, it's a very a, like mellow, soothing listen. It feels good to listen to. It's a feel-good listen. Thank you. I enjoyed it. Yeah. Um, I also bring up, I'm going to be in Minneapolis. Minneapolis. The Minneapolis. Yes. It's my first time doing stand-up there. So oh, if nice. people want to come. When is that? After Boston? After Boston. Yeah. It's just one night only. One night only, Minneapolis. Uh, Jan- uh, June 18th. And then I'm going to be in Huntsville, Alabama and Nashville, Tennessee. Springfield, Missouri. Ooh. And I'm also going to be in Raleigh, North Carolina. Raleigh. Making Fun town, Raleigh. Yeah, guys, this summer, go see Jared. Come on out. Do his stand-up. It's so funny. Thank it's you. such a good time. Literally, I send every whatever city you go to, anyone I know, <laughs> um, I send it to your show because it's always just like it's really smart, it's Thank really you. funny, and it's it's just a really good night. I'm doing some Guaranteed. more crowd work now too. I like talking to the crowd a little bit more than I have. Sometimes That's always a lot of fun. It's always fun. Sometimes I like unless the crowd is like weird. Yeah, and I don't want to like lean on it. I like doing my own material, but like right. I think I'm getting to I have to tape I'm at the point I think I have to tape the material I have. Okay. So my plan is I think to make like three different 20-minute specials. I like that. I like easy bite-sized digestible segments. Love that. I'm and, much more likely to watch that. Right? You know, yeah. And I'm going to put it on YouTube. I think this is my plan. This is my dream. Leave them wanting more. Yes. Mm-hmm. And there'll be 20 minutes of food, body issue stuff. Okay. 20 minutes like of, your Chicago shows last year. Yeah. You had your 20 minutes event. of current events and 20 minutes of dating. Love that. I was going to ask about your crowd work. Mm. As someone who attends comedy shows, sure. Relatively frequently, not mm-hmm. whatever. You how go do, more than most. Yeah. You definitely do. How do you know when, like, you? How do you pick someone to like fuck with a little bit? So, like, how do you like? How do you either avoid that or <laughs> become? Because like, some, uh, you know, sometimes I'm like, this one might be kind of fun, and other times sure. you're like, I'm not in the mood. <laughs> you know, <laughs> you need people. Um, Obviously, if you're sitting in the front, that's more of a. I assume yeah, that's more of a sign. Too. I think there's a misconception that like all comics are going on there to like fucking roast people like i've never i don't want it usually doesn't feel like that no but i want to go up and do my material and have fun with the audience while that happens so sometimes it's about letting the audience know that i can see them okay sometimes people just sit back in their chair and it's like i can hear you you're a part of this too you know it's a two-way street so but sometimes i like when you can ask someone a question and they're just like answering them honestly like the worst person to talk to is hey where are you from and they go and they go, the planet Venus. And you're like, okay. <laughs> Good. Say that? Like, no, but like yeah. they just come back with, what do you do? Oh, um, um, I'm a vagina doctor. And it's like, yeah, I don't want to make fun. I don't want, this isn't even fun. Like right. one of us has to be the straight man. Okay. <laughs> and, and I'm on stage with the mic. So let right. me take care of it. Let, right. Don't try to make the jokes yeah. for you. Got and it. whenever okay. I'm talking to the crowd, it's to go somewhere. Okay. So like I, I just put up a clip on my, 
I'm doing a bit about gender reveal parties. Okay, so you have a couple. You know where you want the conversation. I know to where go. I want it to you're go. You're asking, and then you're going to manipulate whatever they say to get you there. Yeah, but on the way there, we can dance around this little cul-de-sac for a okay. second. So, um, I so I have a, a clip on my Instagram right now where I go, I'm like, has anyone ever had a gender reveal party? So I'm just looking for it, and what gender reveal parties are very emotional for people. Some people are like boo them, like just from right. Asking. They really don't like them. They hate it, them, yeah. and then. Some woman was like, I had one. I'm like, oh, what's your name? She goes, I'm, I'm Randy. And I'm like, nice to meet you, Randy. And then she, and I go, um, who are you here with tonight? Randy thinking, you know, her husband, right. her boyfriend, whoever she has the kid with. Yeah. She goes, I'm here with Andy. <laughs> <laughs> and I go, Randy, Randy and Andy. And, Andy? Yeah. and I'm like, so I spent 10 minutes talking to Randy and Andy about their name and like their, their rhyming names. Why yeah. not go by Andrew? Andrew. You well, know, they've already, they've already met at a later point in their life. Yeah. Yeah. That's so funny. And I was like, you know, when Ben, Ben uh, and Jennifer Lopez, they become Benifer. You guys would just be Randy. That's true. <laughs> like, it's, yeah. a, it's just very odd. That's funny. And so I spent like 10 minutes talking and again, there's energy in the room so you're yeah. like kind of going with the energy of the room. At some point, I'm going to get to my bit that I was starting in the beginning. But to me, it's a more the, fun way to get there. It's a more fun yeah. way. To, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're taking the right. you're taking the uh, other roads, you yeah. know, as a Jared, you're lucky you don't have to. There's no rhyming. There's I no thought name about that rhymes with, with your married. That's not a Jared. Not a name. Yeah, yeah a I kept name. going, <laughs> you know, when you're playing. <laughs> You know when you're on Wordle? Hagrid, maybe? <laughs> yeah, Hagrid. <laughs> Hagrid and Jared. Yeah. You're a wizard, Harry. <laughs> that's your, that's your that's future wife. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Somehow that sounded like your, your impressions of your mom. <laughs> that's, uh, ah, no, she, hers is a higher register okay. than my Hagrid. Yeah. <laughs> My parents have COVID right now, I think. Oh, sorry. And I love my parents, but like... They're complaining. They are complaining okay. so much about COVID. Hey, they're fine. Okay. But they're like, they the way calling them is like so enraging. If they have a long march towards death later in life, I will yeah. be... I, I'll have to get... I'll have to <laughs> disown have to get hire, them. You'll have to hire someone. For I gotta, that, this yeah. pile, you guys better start using the promo codes because they're going to make some get money. Get an assistant by then. <laughs> I, I need some... I mean, my mom, I called. This was insane. I called yesterday. Hey, how you feeling? Oh, my God. <laughs> you're like, I shouldn't have asked. You're, it's just, it's, yeah. I don't know. It's just bad. It's bad. And I go, oh, well, it'll get better than water, take a nap, you know, take a sleep. Yeah. I'm trying to stay Mr. Positive. How's dad? And then my mom goes, he, he's just, he, he's impossible. So I go, okay. We're spending a lot of time together. Yeah, because okay. they're trapped, yeah. you know, they're trying to get well. And then I go, I go, well, you know, it'll be fine. Then all of a sudden she starts going, ah, ah. Ah, oh my god ah, there's coughing i go You're scaring me i go <laughs> i go are you Did i have she to goes, call the police ah, 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 ah. i go hang up the phone 
dude, why are you coughing right in my ear? Like, look, look at it. Legit. <laughs> it was 10 minutes. She can't hang up because then what if you, like, think she's dead? I don't care. Stop <laughs> coughing phlegm in my ear. She's going, ah, ah, ah. She goes, oh, the coughs are so bad. Ah, ah. I go, can you just hang up? You're infecting me over the phone. Legit coughed in my ear for 10 minutes and then was like, okay, I got to go. I was like, I got to go. <laughs> since I was laughing on the phone because she just kept coughing in my ear. Wow. Well, I hope she's okay. I don't know. Maybe not. Maybe. I guess you hung up. You, you hung up. You don't know how that gotta, ended. Gotta, gotta go. I do feel like COVID is just picking up all the stragglers, people right? who hadn't gotten it. Just, you know, you know, they said like everyone's yeah, yeah, gonna yeah. get it. Everyone's I feel like they were, it. it's like they were like clean. They're doing spring cleaning. It's like anyone <laughs> who hasn't last. gotten it. A lot of my well, siblings have it. It's very, uh, they do. yeah. It's just it's going like, around. Yeah. But I mean, it's going around. <laughs> <laughs> two, two and, a, two two and something ever, years later. Yeah. 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 <laughs> right, this virus, you know, it seems pretty contagious. <laughs> I, I, I guess it's pretty serious. Yeah. Let's do another email. Yeah, let's do one more. Okay. Hi, J&J. Longtime listener. Second time writing in. You answered my email once before on the podcast and gave me great advice. So here I go again. I'm a 27-year-old environmental engineer, female, dating a 33-year-old mechanical engineer, male. This is not a brag about two engineers who fell in love. Would that be a brag? I don't know. Eh, Pretty boring dinner conversation. (laughs) Right, maybe around your crew. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Two engineers, ooh. (laughs) Sign me up for that rom-com. Yeah, you guys, what do you guys, read books together? (laughs) But rather to show that I am dating someone in my field who understands the projects and expectations working under project managers. It's a male-dominated industry, and lately I have been getting opportunities to travel for work. This is not uncommon, and my boyfriend has made several out-of-state trips himself. These are usually a couple days at a time and sporadic throughout the year. Lately, my traveling has been more frequent, but within our home state. A couple months ago, uh, I was told I'll be going to California for a project. Yay, how exciting. I told my boyfriend about this and he was half excited and half guarded as he didn't want me to be away for too long. I told him it would probably be for a couple days max. He was a little annoyed that he was told I would be going rather than asked. I personally wasn't annoyed by this because this is personal growth for my career and opportunity to meet new people and work on new projects. We slid this conversation under the rug. Healthy. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, We'll just never talk about this again. again. Yeah. (laughs) And then it came up more recently. I was approached to help on a proposal. This work is not guaranteed as it needs to be selected by the client first. That would be require international travel to countries all over. I mentioned this to my boyfriend, all excited with a chance to visit some cool places under my company's dime. Based on his reaction by California, I kind of expected him to be guarded. He made some comments about me being away so much. I told him this is all hypothetical. We didn't win the project yet. And we can discuss logistics of me being away when the time comes. I reassured him it wouldn't be for a long time, probably a couple of days to a week at a time and only a few times a year. He basically told me if I was approached with a trip that would require me being away for a month, he wouldn't be able to handle that. I was taken aback by this comment as we've been together for over four years. How could he want to end the relationship over one month out of the year? I asked him where the root of this issue stems from about me traveling and he explained that it is not the type of relationship he would want to be in as I'm going down this path of more and more traveling. I recently listened to your episode where someone wrote about quitting drinking alcohol and her boyfriend was angry about it. Jordana made a point of how he had this expectation of dating someone who enjoys similar activities and now it would be different. I understand my boyfriend is entitled to feel this way and I reassured him his feelings are valid, but I can't help but think he is trying to control my choices that affect my career. 
Are there deeper trust issues with me being away or does he genuinely want a partner who is home almost every night? Has Jared experienced this in relationships with traveling on tour? Joanna, how do you handle traveling without your husband? Any thoughts or advice is appreciated. Interesting predicament. I have one question that we won't get answered right now, but I sure. think is important. We've answered her email before. What was the email about? What was the email about? Yeah. You know, Let us like know. I mean, I don't think that they could be two separate issues. Right. I wonder if they're related. But if they're related at all, or if you know, people are picking fights. Like if this were, if this is from the same relationship that she was writing in with before, you know, then I'm like, okay, he was looking for reasons to kind of get out of this. You think? Not, if just he's looking for reasons to get out, wouldn't he be like, try, yeah, keep traveling? Well, <laughs> keep tra travel for a year. Well, he's got a dumper. I mean, this is good. That's what he's saying. Or, that, is he, or do you think it's almost the opposite where he has like anxiety about her? Like, because he was upset that she went on like a two day California project. Totally. I don't know. It doesn't sound like he's because she makes no mention of like jealousy. Right. Well, that's what she, I think she like. I was impressed when she was like, I was asked him what about like, what is it about this? that bothers you. And mm. I thought, I thought that was a great question, like for like actually to ask someone instead of just getting angry at like the symptom. Yeah. But it doesn't seem like that was answered in like a real way. It was answered like, I'm, that's not the kind of relationship I want to have. And it wasn't like, this is why. That's why when Here's it's vague, when it's yeah. vague like that, I'm wondering, is this an excuse to get you, you know, to kind of like close out a relationship that he didn't feel was going to go the distance anyways. Interesting. But I will say this, the fact that they're in the same field is part of this too. You know, like, you think she's like doing better than him? Sounds like it. She did say it's male dominated and he's doing, she's doing well. Yeah. So. Engineering. Yeah. You know, the, the numbers would show. Maybe that is part of it. That's an interesting point. I thought of that right away. I was like, this guy, like the, and she asked if I've dealt with this, of course, you know, I, I, and to me, if you has, if they had a kid together, this email would be totally different. Hundred percent. That was one of my first thoughts. Right. It's like if you have a kid together, you can't just like go away on vacation. You need to like discuss like the responsibilities that you have. But like at this point, if you're you know together four years, no kids, no shared. There's nothing like it's not like affecting them other than the fact that you're kind of away. Yeah, I, I guess like when I think of a relationship or the one I would want to be in, it's two mm -hmm. people sprinting together, holding hands, trying to get to the top of mountains together. Um, and there's points where I'm pulling the hand behind me and right. there are points where they're pulling the hand behind them. And that that's a very encouraging each other, encouraging yeah. each yeah. other. And, and I, to me, I, I understand that's a romantic, yeah. sweet way to look at things. But before there's another like, hand to hold, like a mortgage or a kid, yeah. you know, oh, you got trips, you're going to do better at work. Get awesome. on that fucking flight, you yeah. know, like right. uh, and it's like I got a new gig. Awesome. Right. Get to the gig. You know, yeah. like I've been in situations and in past relationships where it's been get to the gig and then it's held against me later. Right. And I get frustrated with that because I'm like, hold on. You know, we're, we're I'm working towards something for us, hypothetically. Right. I think that's a little different. OK. And yours, I would understand the other side of it a little more, mm -hmm. maybe almost than this one, because this one, she's like. I don't do this. It's a few times a year. Like you're going, when you travel, you're date, you're traveling like every weekend. Sure. Right. So that's almost a different question. That's really like a different, and I can understand how you might go out with someone who's like, I don't really want to date someone who's gone every weekend. Totally. Which is fair. But I could also see 
I guess what the similarity to me was mm -hmm. if I, if you start dating me and it's once a month and you see that all of my goals are to extend my career to make right. travel three times a month yeah. as opposed to once a month. And then you go, whoa, 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 hold on. You knew this was part of the gig. That's where I see the similarity. I'm right. on her no, side. I see that. You know, like, I see what you're saying. Yeah. Like they may have started at no trips, but trips were a possibility and she's extending her engineering career. She's doing well. She's getting asked on these things and they could be great opportunities. Right. Yeah. And I mean, the fact that it's so far into the relationship, it's mm. four years in to me. At first I was like, maybe he's really anxious stating that she's mm -hmm. going away, that he's jealous, that he, you know, th doesn't know what she's doing there. He doesn't trust her or he has some feeling about that, but they've been together four years. So I do, yeah. I don't think that's it to me that just, she doesn't say anything that really indicates it didn't that, that feel has, that way. Yeah. That's the issue because I think when the beginning, when I was, dating Mike or whenever I was dating anyone in the beginning, I was always like, Oh, they're it's kind of like beware of vacate. They're going on vacation or mm -hmm. like they're constantly traveling. Like, I don't know what they're doing. I don't know who they're with and I'm anxious. And like, I don't you know if they're still into me and like, are they get trying to get away? This is like a little more established. So I yeah. think it's a different scenario. And I do think it's weird that he doesn't give a real explanation for why he doesn't want that. And maybe that's because he doesn't want to be vulnerable. Maybe he doesn't, he does feel intimidated by the fact that she's doing better than him. And that's really what's bothering him. It's weird to be like, hey, I got this great opportunity for work. It's a two day trip. And then to go, you didn't ask me. Right. The two day no. trip thing is weird. Yeah. Right? yeah. So it's like, why are you so hung up? You know? Yeah. And again, to go back to something that we were talking about earlier in this episode. I wouldn't ask Mike at this point in our relationship to, if I had a work trip, I would tell him. Right. Yeah. I would. It would be weird if I was at unless a, it was like his his birthday or something. <laughs> I don't know. Let's say we all went out. We went and got dinner. You, me, and Mike, mm -hmm. and we we're sitting at the dinner. And I was like, um, "Hey, the LA live show's happening June twenty second. And then you turned to Mike and was like, "Do you mind if I go to the LA live show?" I'd be like, "What the fuck right. is going on here?" That would be weird. That's yeah. bizarre. Yeah. If you were, and if, and if you said to Mike, and to go the other way, if you said to Mike, or if you said to me, 20 seconds, that's awesome. And then Mike goes, you're not going to ask me. I'd be like, what the <laughs> fuck is going on here? Right. That you would know, be very weird and controlling. If you yeah, and Mike had yeah. a kid. That would be different. It would be different. Right. Yeah. Totally different. It would be weird to, to yeah, it would not be that weird to just, and again, I still don't think you have to ask someone but you can discuss like i you know i've had this opportunity to go mm -hmm. to this thing can we make it can we make it work with can you you know can you do you think make we can sure find you come home yeah. early to take whatever like logistically can we make it work totally sure which was a great point so yeah i think when she asks about me what was it do, how do, do you I handle, handle traveling without your husband i, I mean you know don't handle it we yeah, just, there's nothing we to handle just, he goes he goes on trips i go on trips and i'll admit that that used to be an anxious thing for me but it's mm -hmm. not and we I mean we've been together for the same length maybe a little longer than these people and like at this point it's that's clearly not what it's about well i think this guy i it doesn't feel like jealousy based on her email it also might be or it doesn't feel like jealousy of like other men right it feels like maybe jealousy of career but I would also say it is him. What what was what was very apparent to me from this email was this was him thinking of what about my life. He wasn't thinking in terms. He was trying to protect his comfortability. I don't know what that com comfortability yeah. entails. I don't know what makes him uncomfortable. But he was basically 
whole, trying to hold on to, I got to make sure I am good. And it, right. in, in no way is he compromising that to make you feel good. So that's yeah. how he, you know, so in, in that scenario, I'm like, I don't think we're cut out for one another. And I remember a friend of mine, he got married, uh, friends of mine got married and he, he started talking about how, you know, when they got married, it, it became apparent like someone had to kind of let the other career happen. You mean when they had kids or when they got married? Just when they got married. That's like, and, and as far as like, what, which career is going to take the lead right. for us? I've heard of that when you have kids. Okay. A lot of the time, but interesting. On well, that. Okay. He, he yeah. made this point because he was like, there were points where he could make a decision that would help his partner. Okay. And there was a decision that would help him, but maybe the decision that would help him wouldn't even help the couple as much. So, you know, like there's, mm -hmm. there's like economic, there's an economic theory to this. So they made the movie with a beautiful mind. It's, uh, you know, do we, do we all go for the same woman or do we make sure that, we, uh, is that what it's called? Beautiful mind. Ru Russell Crowe. Oh uh, yeah. Is that what it's about? Well, he was an economist. You know, there's game theory to this. Right. Of like where if we work together towards this goal, we're better off than if we both work on our own right. towards separate goals. And she, he's basically doing separate goals and she's trying to do, hey, I got this career and it's going to be yeah. great for us as a couple, I think. Yeah, I would try to unpack that if I were yeah. her with him. Like, what is it about? Is it about like a traditional gender roles thing? Mm. And you kind of like don't want... To be, you know, to be the guy waiting at home for his wife on the business trips? Mm -hmm. Is it about a, an insecurity you have about your own career? Like, is it because you miss me so much? I mean, my other thought was like, okay, if she if she's talking about these trips, I mean, the California one seemed weird because that was like, again, two days ago. Mm -hmm. If she's talking about a trip, I could see where she's going on a trip and she's like, oh, I'm going to be traveling internationally. I'm going to get to go to all these cool places. But she says for a month, maybe there's a sense that he, he's kind of like, wants to go yeah. or like, do you know what I mean? Did she, did she say, yeah, I'm going to France and Italy and whatever. And like, do you want to, you could come meet me and it would be so fun. And like, I'd have this free stay because I'm there, there mm -hmm. for work. And like, and I can see how if like, there was no, if she just kept talking about all this stuff and didn't try invite to him. invite him or made it seem like it was totally separate from him. I could see why he might be annoyed at that. She doesn't say that, but that's something I, you, when I talk about all my like work travel or tour dates, I'm like, I think about like, is this some place that would be fun to like do a little trip? Totally. Yeah. I, I think that's the part she has to look in the mirror. You're totally right. Cause if, if you're going, I'll be going to Europe for a month. Goodbye. Right. It would feel like you're working towards your goal and not a common goal. Yeah. You know, and I, one of you is doing that, you know, right. or both, but I, I, and if it's truly that he wants to be with someone who never travels for work, mm -hmm. that's something that he just, for whatever some seemingly irrational reason, just can't handle anyone who's traveling for work, being with, being with yeah. anyone who travels, then yeah, he's not going to be a good match for you. This ain't it. You know that feeling when you're going on your first date with the person you've been seriously crushing on and realize you have absolutely nothing to wear. Maybe you find yourself wishing you had the perfect pair of jeans, the one you can fancy up, fancy down, and just look better every time you wear them. Well, that's why you need to check out Lee Denim. I love Lee Denim. I'm wearing them today in the office. I'm wearing their jeans. I love, they also have this other pair that I have at home that I'm really excited to wear. It's like a little baggier, but it's still so comfortable, and yet it's still so flattering. I don't know how they do it. Every time you wash it, they also look even better. 
And I love that they flatter every body type. Denim trends come and go, but Lee is legendary for creating denim cuts that fit your body. Their denim gets better with age and their classics fit into every look. Lee's denim jacket is the one to reach for without fail. A classic. The Ryder jean jacket is the OG, what every other brand has copied for decades. Everyone is an icon in their own right, and Lee makes denim so people can own their style and feel good in their clothes. Their spring collection is here, so get the freshest looks and cuts before anyone else. You can find your Lee fits by visiting lee.com. That's lee.com to shop spring looks now. Let's play some games. You ready? Let's do it. Red flag deal breaker. Today's red flag deal breakers game is brought to you by Faux Pas. Just in time for summer, there's a new can cocktail that's made for betches by betches. And it's ready to drink so you can bring it wherever your group takes you next. I got to take a couple cases back with me. You got to, yeah. Get them they're right in the, the closet there. You share them with, with the crew. It's bring a great cellar. It's a cellar. You know what? I enjoy it. It's a great, like, hey, want to come over? And you have them in the fridge ready to go. Exactly. Instead of making the drink, instead yeah, of... Yeah, because then you're taken away from your socializing. Now totally. you can spend... And that was the point of it. Ways to bring friends together to just hang out, have fun, and relax. And lovers. And lovers. Yes. Uh, they come in four delicious flavors with a Betches twist and beautiful, vibrant packaging. So they look good, taste even better, and of course, they're best served cold like a K-text. So cold. So cold. <laughs> Such a cold text. <laughs> Uh, I'll read the first. You yes, ready? I'm ready. Hi, I'm back on dating. I'm back on dating. Okay. Back on dating. <laughs> back on dating. <laughs> I'm back on dating. And I had a new first date experience. I went on a first date in my neighborhood from Hinge. We were getting drinks, sitting outside, and after the first drink, we discussed getting a cookie across the street or getting a second drink. We ended up ordering a second drink, and I went to the bathroom, leaving my bag on the table. I came back five minutes later, and the table's empty. Date is gone. My bag is gone. No <laughs> drinks on the table. I start panicking. I'm unsure what to do without my bag, keys, or wallet. One minute later, I get a text from my date saying, BRB. I called him and said, and he said he went across the street from the bar to get us a cookie and took my bag so it doesn't get stolen. He did come back a few minutes later with a warm cookie and my purse. Nothing was missing from the purse. Oh my God. <laughs> I mean, don't worry. Obviously, I would imagine. Okay. <laughs> did you take my concealer? Uh, <laughs> I can't decide. Red Flagger he is stealing from your bag. <laughs> I had a hundred in here. What do you. <laughs> Can you undo your pockets? I can't decide if taking my bag and leaving the bar in the middle of a first date without telling me is creepy. If I showed up to the table five minutes later and there was a cookie on the table, then maybe it was cute. Red flag or deal breaker, he takes your bag and leaves the restaurant in the middle of the date. <laughs> she explained, the, you can tell how much she doesn't like this guy yeah. based on how she wrote the email. She's clearly not into him. I think it was like a cute idea, poorly executed. Totally agree. It, it, right. it was thoughtful. Right. The thought, the intent was there. It didn't, it wasn't executed well. I can understand <laughs> being like a little taken aback or shocked for a minute when like your bag is gone and your date is gone. I would be like, was I just like Tinder swindlered or something? Yeah. I, can, I can understand for a second being like that. But then he clarified and it's actually kind of a cute thought. Like she said, if he had come back, if the cookie was there when she got back, it would mm. be like, oh, this is like adorable. Absolutely. And if she liked him, she would think it was adorable. Yeah. I mean, imagine being the waiter, seeing a guy picking shit off the table and running away. <laughs> Taking your bag, holding a purse and running Damn, out of the door. No, I just want to get yeah. a cookie. Weren't they like, are you going to pay? Someone going to pay? <laughs> yeah. What kind of place can you just get up with yeah. all your stuff? I can see how this would be like, 
this was not executed well at all. Like in his, I no. can, so, but I could sort of see it how in his head it maybe it would be like great, but I would never do it. If you're on a date and you're discussing a second drink or a cookie, it's not going well. <laughs> Let's just get one thing straight. Yeah, you know, like this ain't, you know. He thought he would give her both. It was yeah. going well for him. It sounded like he was into it. Again. Right? I mean, to me, he's kiss. into yeah, it. He's, yeah, you know, he's into it. All right, let's do another one. We've got a voicemail. Let's hear it. Hi, Jared. Hi, Jordana. Feather, feather. I have a red flag deal breaker for you. I'm about to hop in the tub, and I figured, why not call the UF hotline first? That's a hop in the tub. <laughs> hop in the tub. Make, does, that make, does that gross you out at all? Bathtub? I, I guess women baths. take baths. I love baths. Like, what if I called in? Yeah, I'm about to hop in the tub. Figure I'd call you guys first. How, like, frequently? That's a little odd, I guess. I love baths. Men don't take baths. Yeah, they should. I, normalize, listen, normalize, normalize male, male baths. baths. <laughs> yeah. Very relaxed. Men like men love a hot tub. It's like a that's like a a different kind of bath. Uh even ex- it's a group bath. Even you explaining a hot tub as a group bath makes me never want to get in a hot tub again. You're gonna like, get I, you're I, gonna get in a hot tub again. <laughs> men like hot tubs. We do like hot tubs. Hot tubbing. Anyway, she's about to get in the bath. Right. Let's hear. Let's before she masturbates in the tub. I had a three monther with this guy who gave a ton of unsolicited advice and it drove me nuts. It's interesting to me because I don't know, in my current relationship, like my partner and I will give each other unsolicited advice at times, but it's always, Hey, you should try X. You might like it or it might help you with Y. You know what I mean? But anyway, so this guy had a three monther with. He, like, the two of us would be walking around, and he'd say, oh, you have to try this restaurant, but you should go with your parents because you don't want to pay for that yourself. It's expensive. <laughs> and in my mind, I would get so defensive. I'd be like, my parents are on the verge of bankruptcy, and I can pay for it myself. Go away. I'll wait for him to know that. Later on, he told me how I should decorate my room. Again, unsolicited and often, he would brag about all the unsolicited advice he'd given other people too. And it was so irritating, but I was so attracted to him physically. So we hooked up for a few months, ended it. We had breakup sex and he even gave me unsolicited advice then. He told me I should pick out curtains for my room because I don't have enough privacy, which is fair, but it's like, we're literally not in each other's lives anymore. What are you doing? So anyway, (laughs) deal breaker for me for a relationship, but not for a situationship. What do you guys think? Unsolicited advice when you hardly know the person you're giving the advice to. Love the pod. Jared, I'm going to see you in Minneapolis soon. Ooh, I'm so excited. Minneapolis. And I hope to come to one of your live shows. Thank you. Bye. I feel like this person has called in before. Maybe everyone sounds the same. That voice sounds very familiar right? to me as well. Do you agree? Yeah, I agree. But I would also say it's, it's funny how casually people call. She right. took a sip I'm of water to... in the middle of her. Yeah, do I go in the tub? Glug, glug. Right. So, like, that's what I'm saying. Literally, like, like she was yeah. like calling her mom on the way to work. <laughs> yeah, I'm more professional with my with my mom. That was very <laughs> funny. Yeah. Um. Okay. So, unsolicited advice. I think I would find that annoying. Once or twice, I think it'd be fine. But like regularly, I would be very irritated. Advice is all about how you give it. Yeah. And it's That's about not self-awareness that it, too. Yeah, the way she explained the advice, everything had like a had a uh, a judgment to it as well. Right. I don't want advice with the judgment. Yes. You know, I want advice. 
hey, I love how you do this. I had another idea that would even make it better. That's a different way than saying, I can make your shit better. Yeah. Totally. It it sounds like this person was passive aggressive. Here's how you should do it. Yeah, you should do it. I know. And and it sounds like they don't like each other personally. You know, the restaurant thing I didn't think was that bad. I think that was kind of like jokey. Like you can be like, "Oh, that restaurant's like great. It's kind of overpriced. Go on a business. Go yeah. go on a business dinner. Or go, go with your parents. I'm going through bankruptcy. Right. You know, like, okay, that it, one easy. was a little like yeah. That one as a one off wouldn't have been a big deal to me. But the unsolicited advice about like my decor and things like that would bother me. Sometimes there are people in your life that you've already made a decision on. That anything they say. Then you feel, right, everything you see it through that lens. Exactly. Yeah. And it sounds, to me, it sounded like that was the situation here. I agree. Although if she, if he was giving unsolicited advice about the decor, I think that's weird and kind of rude. Yeah. I mean, I get people that come up to me with like, I have a joke idea. And people say, is that annoying? And I'm like, no, because it might, I don't care that they have an idea. Right. It might open up a door in my brain that makes me think of a story that I never would have thought of. That's different than here's how you could do this joke that you're doing better. Oh yeah, that's annoying. That's unsolicited. Yeah. That's unsolicited. The other yeah. one's a suggestion. Sure. This you're is right. a. You know what I mean. This is I'm trying. I'm like. I'm. At, I'm giving you unsolicited advice on how to improve your situation that you have going on. Yeah, that that would annoy me. I'd be. <laughs> To me, that's more about like what she's saying. Yeah, Yeah, I guess that's that's why like Internet conversations don't go anywhere. Every Internet comment feels like unsolicited advice. Right. I didn't ask you. I didn't ask you. Yeah. Oh, also, you could not use this. Yeah. I mean, sometimes I'll get like DMs about like something we talk about on here. And it's like, well, here's how like you should think about it or how is yours. It's like I didn't ask you. Yeah. Well, this is. Yeah, sometimes, well, here's another yeah. thought. And it's right. like, I gave my thought. Yeah. I'm done. Yeah. We've had it. Yes. If you want, if you want, if people want advice, they'll solicit it. <laughs> um, let's do one more. Faux pas or nah. Your significant other takes off their shoes and socks in a full room at the Delta Sky Club in a major airport. I just saw a group do this on my layover. Yeah, let's just not take off. What do you think about shoes when we travel? On the plane? No. Uh, if you're wearing socks, I'm okay with it. I yeah. get it. I've done it with socks. Socks long on. Long flight. Long flight. Yeah. Here's the, if the flight has lie down seats, you can take off your shoes. What if you're not sitting in the lie down seats? You're allowed to take off your shoes. Okay. It's not just reserved. That's not the, just reserved. For the first class passengers. <laughs> you peasants keep those shoes on. Well, the, well, the shoe. Keep on your worker boots. <laughs> well, we'll take off our loafers in first class. No. <laughs> Will the shoes be uh, solicited in in order of class? <laughs> you keep those shoes on, you disgusting uh, animals. You know, I, I think it's just, I get it. If you want to take your shoes yeah. off. Like, I'm not one of those people that's like, whoa, let's walk around in their socks. The Sky Club's weird. Sky Club is insane. Right, yeah. Take off your fucking shoes and what socks. What is the terminal? Yeah. <laughs> you live here? Right. <laughs> yeah, come on. You shouldn't be in the terminal long enough that you... Need to take off your shoes and socks. Let's be a little more uncomfortable in public. How about that? That's okay. Think about it. They would not be acceptable in any other scenario. Not one. Right. Oh, yeah. Oh, you just took off my... Like, imagine saying it in good company. Yeah, we were at the Delta Sky Club, and I took off my shoes and socks and just walked around like it was the beach. Everyone would look at you like you're a fucking weirdo. What if you go to the... You're on a a third date. You go to the movies with a girl. Shoes off? Shoes off. Is she wearing like sandals? What? Um, Are, like that's sneakers. A, that's a, no. 
Get out of here. Out. Okay. Get out of here. What but if they're like, sandals? Sandals, like I can understand, like you flick them off, like, you know, like I, I get how that happens. Right. Like, you know, you have it like dangling off the toe. Yeah, and then it just falls I, and, and like, you, you know, leave it there. Okay. That's okay. I mean. Taking off your shoes, not okay. I was a big sandals guy for a long time. Okay. And then 35, I don't know, something happened <laughs> where I'm like, I'm putting shoes on. I don't, I put That's a young on. man's game. Young man's game. I, yeah. you know, I used to wear the sandals, the rainbow sandals. I would have those oh, yeah, ones. Those, yeah, those, I had a pair of those. Yeah, yeah those were always comfy, yeah. but then they got gross yeah. after a while. Now you're a sneaker guy? Like, this is a look I've been going with. Sneakers? With sneakers. And no. Where'd you pick that up? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh, this is a great look. Thank you. Yeah. Um, my this old new man. thing Jared has uh, coined. Yeah. Sneakers <laughs> and socks. <laughs> I'm like a TikToker. <laughs> TikTokers, yes. <laughs> they think they invented the world two years ago. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> That's it for today's Red Flag or Deal Breaker presented by Faux Pas Can Cocktails. They're 8% alcohol made with real vodka or real tequila, gluten-free. They contain no artificial flavors or artificial friends because we aren't into overcomplicating things. Jordana, Faux Pas is about to be the drink of the summer, right? Honestly, I dare say it already is. So is. if you haven't tried it, get there because I haven't heard one negative thing and I guess that would be unsolicited <laughs> advice. That's right. And I haven't heard any unsolicited advice about uh, faux pas. Faux pas can cocktails are available now in independent stores and select chains across 16 states. You can find your flavor and learn more about the brand by visiting fauxpascocktails.com and following Drink Faux Pas on Instagram. Uh, buy faux pas now by visiting drizzly.com or the Drizzly app now and searching for faux pas. That's brand name F-A-U-X-P-A-S. And that's it for us. We solved dating. We did it again. An extra supersized episode for your road trips. If you're listening right now, exactly. we love you as a listener. Thank you so much. Keep spreading the word. We'll be back on Sunday. Bye. You Up is produced by Sean Kilby and Jorge Morales-Pico. Editing by Sean Kilby. Social media by Maddie Paul. Guest booking by Nicole Pellegrino. Be sure to follow at Pod on Instagram and Twitter. And send us your emails to youup at betches.com. Thank you to our sponsor, Netflix. Bridgerton is back, bringing us another scandalous and sexy season. And dearest gentle readers, you will not want to miss this chapter. In season three, longtime friends Colin Bridgerton and Penelope Featherington find themselves in quite the precarious situation. The wallflower is ready to bloom, but she needs Colin's help to find a marriage match. Will these friends defy odds and expectations to find true love? And will Penelope's secret identity as famed gossip writer Lady Whistledown destroy any chance she may have at love? You shall have to watch and see. Watch part one of Bridgerton now, only on Netflix. Betches.